around 10 episodes, you actually know what you're talking about and you, you start to get more experience at 10 episodes. Everybody we work with either completely changes their topic or they pivot the brand entirely because they now know what their audience wants. And that's exactly what happened to us. It was actually a really awesome opportunity for us to say, let's, let's expand what we're doing and let's, let's try to figure out like, what, what are we really trying to do? And the lucky Titan. And the reason we, we named it that was because, Hey, we're, we want to work with very successful people. Here is singer-songwriter, broadcaster, audio-video artist, entertainment agent, and your host. It's the master storyteller himself, James Kevin O'Connor. Hey, 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 it's a beautiful day. All right, so another fantastic episode I'm so pleased to present to you guys. But before we do so, don't forget to forward this show to someone who really needs it and will find value in the content that we've provided here today with this guest. Today, I am delighted to have the author of the Lucky Titan podcast. Yes, a pioneer in the space who also went on to create Pantheon.fm the new ecosystem for the 1% podcasters in the world, which is where you should be if you're thinking about a podcast. So strap up your seatbelts because we're taking a ride today to Salt Lake City from the Music City to hang out with Josh Tapp. So why don't we get right into it, and <clears throat> along the way, I will introduce Josh yeah. Tapp, who is uh, <laughs> of the Lucky Titan fame, uh, who started this many years ago and created uh, a very successful podcast. As a matter of fact, Josh, you're one of the leaders in the podcast space right now because of uh, the evolution of what you did with the Lucky Titan and now Pantheon.fm. Would you say that's a fair assessment? Yeah, absolutely. And I, I appreciate that. I, it's one of those things where you like humble brag moment, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's important because uh, so many people, and as you know, my story was, you know, I've been doing this since 2015, could never really figure out the pieces and, you know, just kept plodding along. So uh, I was delighted to be connected to Pantheon.fm, which is the ecosystem that you have built um, with your brother, uh, Tyler. And, yeah. and the rest of your family, actually, everybody's getting in there little <laughs> by little, right? But uh, yeah. what an exciting venture. So why don't we start with um, the Lucky Titan? And, and I, I love the fact that you uh, had this, um, this desire or this uh, wish to go back in the days of, uh, you know, the gladiators and so forth and, you know, the <laughs> Titan and the Pantheon. And so where did that come from? Is that something as a child you studied or what, where did that so, like really? This is change? actually a really funny story. So the lucky Titan um, was the lucky entrepreneur. That was the first name of, of the show. We got about 10 episodes in and we got a cease and desist from Entrepreneur Magazine because apparently they have the trademark and the copyright for the word um, entrepreneur. And oh, so God. I was like, dang it, how are we gonna how are we gonna personify this better? And then it was really funny because when I when I named it the lucky entrepreneur, it was just kind of based off of the topic that I wanted to do. Kind of like most people who start, like, hey, this is the topic I want to 
to interview on. They start a podcast. They get all excited about it. But inevitably, and we actually joke about this now because we call it the 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 10-episode pivot because around 10 episodes, you actually know what you're talking about and you, you start to get more experience. At 10 episodes, everybody we work with either completely changes their topic or they pivot the brand entirely because they now know what their audience wants. And that's exactly what happened to us. It was actually a really awesome opportunity for us to say, let's let's expand what we're doing and let's let's try to figure out like what what are we really trying to do and the lucky titan and the reason we we named it that was because hey we're, we want to work with very successful people right we want to work with people who have stories that are game changing i mean one of the people we work with now um she she has seven kids and was divorced got divorced when her youngest was like six months old and they're twins they're like six months old wow from the time that she was divorced um, so she was raising seven kids on her own husband just walked out and then she, she, uh, launched this business in the financial services space, built it over to over a billion dollars with a B, not an M with a B. And then, um, while she was doing all of that, she's the first woman to climb the seven second tallest peaks in the world. So like, it, it's not your Everest K2s. It's actually harder mountains they are a little bit smaller, but they're not as trafficked. And so she did all of that and became so successful. It's such an awesome story where it just kind of drew me in. I love being around people like that who are just so influential. And so the podcast in of itself, we said, hey, how do we attract those people? What do they call themselves? And it's funny because when we talk to them, they're always like, I'm a Titan, baby. That's what I do. And so it's it's fun to help them identify that and put that cape on for themselves. Um, and funny enough, I'm just a major nerd anyway. So I, I love Roman and Greek cultures. Um, studied some of that in college, actually. Um, and I uh, I was starting out to be a history major, ended up going into finance, but um, spent some time deep diving into history. And so a lot of the the terms and the things that we've built on has kind of been this Greek slash Roman theme. Uh, a lot of people make fun of me because like you're merging two different cultures. I'm like, I know, but they sound the same and it, it looks good on branding, right? <laughs> Favorite <laughs> movie, we, we... Gladiator? Oh, go ahead. Favorite movie, Gladiator? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We've actually talked about, I really like the term, the gauntlet. It's like running the gauntlet. But if you actually look that up, it's not a really good experience. Yeah. So we, we've talked about right. calling our program that before. And people are like, nah, that's probably not a good idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so when you went into um, podcasting, like, you know, mm -hmm. going way back, um, what was the first pull that you had that you got kind of enamored with this idea in some way? Um, was it one particular person? Was it just the space? Like, did you know where you were going to end up? How did the, how did it play out for you that you ended up in the podcast space? Yeah, that's a that's a fun question actually because it was funny. I always tell people it's because I listen to podcasts, but I've had to go further back. And recently, I've been thinking about this a lot. I'm like, what really like fully pulled me into the space? And when I started my undergraduate degree, I was going through college, and everybody told me you've got to attend classes. Like, you have to be in class. And for some reason, being in class, I just get tired. I'm I'm like lethargic when I'm in class, and it didn't didn't really excite me to be there. And I just feel like I wasn't retaining a lot. Um, but my professors were doing a lot of recordings, right? So they do video. But I realized really quickly that I'm an auditory learner. While we are reestablishing our internet connection, I know a lot of you people have been thinking about starting your own podcast. <laughs> but not sure how to do it. Go with Pantheon.fm, the one percenters who know how to do it right and get you visible from the get-go. The link is in the show notes. 
Now let's get back to our interview with Josh Tapp. Yeah. Yeah. So, so with school, I found out that, you know, I, I learned auditorially and, and being able to, you know, deep dive into that and learn so quickly. I said, Hey, what other things can I be learning for free and discovered podcasting? Somebody had told me about it. So I looked at the app on my phone and I, I started realizing, wow, there's all of this knowledge out here for free. And so I started deep diving into marketing and other business things. Um, I've never actually been a big like entertainment podcast guy. I'd rather watch entertainment, but from a learning perspective, um, it's become, I mean, religious for me. I listen to podcasts every day. And that really sucked me into the world of saying, hey, I'm going to learn auditorially. And so when I, when, you know, in business, I decided to launch pot into podcasting, it was because I was like, I can start sharing what I know too, and sharing it with the world for free. And that, that was really kind of what got me into the space. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, I remember when I first started doing this, digging in, I said, you know, I've gotten more value than some of the thousands of dollars I spent on courses by right. listening to podcasts. It's like, this is crazy, you know, and whatever you want is out there pretty much. 100%. You know, it's, it's funny. I, I was, um, I was talking to another guy who does a lot of courses and programs and he's like, Josh, he's like, the only reason you pay for a course or a program is because it's organized information. Yeah. Um, but like, if you, if you want to just learn a topic and deep dive into a topic, podcasting is the best way to do it. And I fully agree. Because it, you can consume it on the go while you're you're working, you're playing, you're working out, you're driving, you know, all of that. It's the only type of media you can consume outside of radio. Yeah. Um, and the beautiful thing is, unlike radio, you can skip the ads if there are even ads, you know, and you can be consuming exactly what you need. Um, it's it's inspiring, honestly. That's yeah. why I love podcasting. I think um, I, I do this trip in the car often from... Uh, New Jersey to Nashville. And I, I take 81 South, which is through the Shenandoah Valley, and it's beautiful, you know, and that's oh, the wow. time I really binge out on the podcast. And I'll listen to stuff like Joe Rogan and, and Tim Ferriss, who are insanely long. I remember I was listening yeah. to uh, he uh, Joe Rogan was interviewing David Lee Roth. And, it, and at the end of it, he goes, well, We've been talking for three hours and 42 minutes. Do you think it's time? I said, oh, my God. <laughs> Insanely long podcast. Let me ask yeah. you, Josh, about, about your transition from your success with the Lucky Titan. You started in inviting all of these um, CEOs and entrepreneurs, people pretty heavy in the, their spaces, their respective spaces of industry. Um, yeah. But then you decided you wanted to create the Pantheon.fm and what was the trigger that, was it just that you felt like you cracked the code and you needed to share it? Or was there a deeper meaning behind it that I, I didn't get yet? Uh, this is actually a fun question for me because uh, what most people don't know is the Lucky Titan is actually my fourth podcast. I've had four different shows and the first three just failed epically. I mean, they did not work at all. I ended up, I, I really wish I hadn't done this because I feel like I'm a, I'm a pouty child sometimes because if it doesn't work, I just like delete it. <laughs> I don't even have the content anywhere. People are like, well, where is it? And I'm like, yeah, well, I deleted the RSS feed and deleted the videos and everything because it just wasn't <laughs> what I was doing it for, um, which kind of sucks because the Lucky Titan is only like three or four years old now. Yeah. Um, actually, it might be five. I don't know. I can't remember when I started it, but but um, I've been interviewing people for years and so I've, I've been interviewing entrepreneurs. We're up to like 1,500 interviews at this point, but wow. Um, when I, when I launched the lucky Titan, I said, okay, you know what? I want to do this differently. Um, I was sick of where I was at with my agency. So I had a Facebook ads agency at the time. It just was not working very well. It was hard to get clients. I couldn't bring in people and keep them very long. 
I just felt like it was because I was working with broke people, truthfully. Right. And so I said, you know what? When I launch this podcast, I'm I'm going to shoot for the stars. I'm going to see if I can get in the get in the room with wealthy people and figure out what they're doing. And that's one of the reasons we titled it the Lucky Titan, right? Was to start attracting people that I knew were the titans of industry, which is kind of funny because now, um, excuse me, I have a cold like crazy today. I'm trying not to sneeze on you guys today. You, you and me Luckily, both. Luckily, I'm not contagious, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, what I can tell you is that the for me, when when I realized that I'm, you know, I'm, I'm the kind of guy who I, I learn auditorially, but but I, I also know that I others learn auditorially as well, and that that successful people consume podcasts and like to attend or to to be guests on podcasts. I had this epiphany and and started inviting them, and it was really interesting because I invited on. Um, I invited five people. I reached out to 80, but there were five in particular that I was like, these are the people I want on my show. All five of those people, plus the another, um, whatever the math is, uh, out of 80, there were 78 people who said yes within within 48 hours. I was like, whoa, okay, this is interesting. So I brought them all on my show and I started asking them after the interview. I'm like, you're making a ton of money. What do you want? What's What's a service that you would buy right now? And I just started asking them these questions and it was so interesting. It wasn't what a lot of people thought. A lot of people thought, okay, it's 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 um, services and yachts and things like this. What they were really interested in is like, Josh, I need people to save me time. That's what I want is time. And number two is relationships, is I want to build relationships and keep swimming in these these pools of people because your network is your net worth. Blah blah blah. blah right. Yeah. Ended up hearing all this and going, wow, okay, I think we figured something out. So I, I built a mastermind. Um, and I said, okay, I'm just going to start a mastermind and I'm going to invite all of my guests because they're all amazing and this is what they're asking for. So at the time, I think I'd interviewed 40 guests and I reached out to all of them, said I'm putting together this mastermind with all of my guests, um, all my best ones, um, which at the time was all 40 of them. <laughs> yeah. And um, it was really interesting because they started introducing me to their friends and all this stuff. But within two weeks of asking for people to come and be a part of my mastermind, we charged um, 15,000 for it. And I filled 12 seats in two weeks. And I went, Whoa, okay. We just figured it out. <laughs> right? Yeah, It's like, oh, right. I think it's like 200 grand. It was the, the easiest money I had ever made. And I'm like, all of a sudden I'm hanging out with these, you know, 10, 50, hundred billionaires. Like people are so, so wealthy. And I'm like, I'm just still this kid from Idaho who <laughs> I'm worth like nothing. So being in that room was like mind blowing to me, but I was able to curate that opportunity for them. And the Pantheon is in essence is the, the gathering of those people. And I realized, wow, I, I can bring together people who are a, they're successful, but B they've got fantastic stories to share with the world. And so Pantheon FM is just us gathering all of these people together, showing them our methods for building these inbound referral systems through podcasting. And um, we've never looked back. It's been an incredible, incredible journey for us. <laughs> yeah, the masterminding uh, was myself personally. Um, I was never exposed to the level of masterminding. I've been in a few, uh, but this one, this one really knocked the, the cover off the ball. I'm, I mean, it's really <laughs> great, especially this last one we just did. Um, some of the people you brought in were just um, absolutely extraordinary, and uh, and and I think combining podcasting with um the masterminding is especially um it's especially prolific because the stories follow 
into the interview, which follows back into the next day in the masterminding. And as people get closer and more connected, as you pointed out, you know, the second day when you're pitching your, your product or your services, you have like these historic leaps in your ability yeah. to communicate it well. And, uh, and that's because of all the people sitting at the table that are, are giving their input. And I thought it was just outstanding. So when you came up with this, was it the mastermind first? Like, how did you figure to combine the two? Was that just, um, let's just try it out and, it, and w- w- did it exceed your expectations? Yeah, and, and I guess the simple answer to that is I pretty much tried everything else. And so when I saw it, I was like, huh, maybe this is a model I could do. <laughs> and so yeah. tried it, saw that it worked. And then something, and it's just a lesson for anybody who's listening to this who's in the business realm, is that you have to test and try. Yeah. And I, I don't believe in like the throwing mud on the wall and seeing what sticks, but I do believe in strategically testing. Right. And for me, you know, courses weren't work, working really well for me. I was having a hard time spending enough money to make it actually work. Um, and when I had a coach tell me, he's like, just sell something really high ticket, even if it's extremely uncomfortable for you. I started doing that and then realized that the podcast got me in the door with people that I'd never be able to get to sit down with me in any other circumstance. Yeah. And so being able to sit down with wealthy people and then genuinely just asking them and being curious and, and like, dare I say, like humble enough to ask them, what do you need? Right. Yep. I, I want to help you. I want to participate in what you're doing. So what what can I give you? What what service do you need? What what type of people do you need in your life? And if you ask them that question, they'll go, okay, nobody really ever asks me this, right? Because everybody yeah. just tries to throw their service down somebody's throat, especially if they're wealthy. They're like, okay, I got five minutes of this person's time. Let me pitch them to invest in my company or let me pitch them to yeah. be my client. And and for me, I was like, I don't even have a real service I can offer to these guys yet. So it gave me that opportunity to say, what do they want? And again, I, you know, I told you 40 interviews. I did that those 40 interviews over about 30 days. So yeah. it was more than like one and a half, two a day. And so by the end of the 30 days, I was like, okay, I think I have a pretty firm grasp of what they're looking for. And they're yeah. like, hey, we want relationships. We want to meet other people like us. And I was like, well, we could do a mastermind. I've heard those work really well. I've been in a couple of them. And um but there's just something so powerful. And this is what's so interesting is that the combination, this is to answer your question, is is the combination of podcasting with a mastermind is so interesting because it goes from relationship to relationship. Yeah. What a lot of people don't realize is that, sorry to interrupt you. <laughs> no, um, no, but, that's what I was trying to underscore what you were saying. Yes, please continue. Yeah. yeah. What what what's When you're trying to sell a high ticket service, everybody tries to like, build funnels and websites and do all these crazy tactics to bring them from social media to paying you 50 to a hundred thousand dollars. It's hard to do that. And it takes a lot of time and money because the number one factor you're trying to break with all of that money spent and all that time spent is the trust barrier. But if you podcast with somebody like, you know, like James and I are doing here, we're getting a really intimate conversation with one another after this is over, even though I know James really well, we're probably gonna have a good conversation after this. Yeah. And all we have to do is discuss like, what's, what do both of us need? How do we help make that magic happen? Right. Yeah. And so when you've broken that trust barrier or like broken through the barrier to, to trust, it's really interesting how quickly people will trust you when you've sat down and had a conversation with them over podcasting because you've been allowed them to kind of brag about their service, brag about whatever they're doing, tell their story for you know 30 minutes to an hour or whatever. Or if you're crazy, like Joe Rogan, like four hours, right? Yeah. Um, 
you've given them that opportunity and then you've got this this profound moment where you can help provide them with a solution and if you do a mastermind or even a coaching program you're taking them from that trusted relationship and saying hey how about we further this trusted relationship they're much more likely to buy from you because they're like you know what you just gave me so much value you don't have to break the subconscious barriers in their mind. They're like, I'd hang out with you, right? Yeah. And if you wouldn't, don't pitch them, right? I mean, yeah. I have people come to my show all the time that I'm like, nah, <laughs> we yeah. don't want to do business together. And that's yeah. okay. Um, it doesn't mean they're bad people. It just means we didn't resonate. The trust barrier wasn't broken through. So we just say, okay, let's let's part ways. You yeah, know? the law of reciprocity uh, rules, you know, it, yeah. really, it really does. And, and it's such a valuable thing. And when you honor it, I think, you know, it just boomerangs right back at you. Hey, we only got a couple of minutes left. I want to ask you, Josh, what do you like to do when you have downtime? When you're not coaching, you're not creating the Pantheon or the Lucky Titan or, you know, getting billionaires together in a room. What do you like to do for chill time? <laughs> I'll tell you two things. One is my happy place and the other one is my, like, addictive tendency. Let's just put it that way. Okay. <laughs> The addictive tendency is playing video games. I do enjoy that. We have our our guys in our office. We love playing video games. But um, truthfully, like my happy place is we have a boat that we take out onto the lake. And we have this little cove we found on this lake that nobody knows about. We go park the boat. I could sit out there all day, every day. I've literally worked out there before and just lounged on the boat. Just I could do that all day, every day. <laughs> nice, nice. Well, you got to enjoy right. it before somebody finds out about it. <laughs> yeah. That's true. We've actually been taking so many people back there. We're like, crap, everybody knows about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there's never anybody back there. So luckily, we, yeah. we've had it. Well, listen, we will. Um, I know all your links. I'm going to have them all, of course, in, in the uh, show notes for everybody to connect with Josh Tapp and the Pantheon FM. And Josh, I just want to thank you for coming on, podcasting your global career. And uh, it was an honor to have you on. And I want to wish all of God's blessings on you, your family, your business uh, moving forward. You as well, man. I appreciate you having me on. I know you guys had a good time today hanging out with me. And please check out the show notes and support the artists that we put on this channel for your enjoyment. Hey, if you need coaching, I'm your man. Go to the links in the show notes, calendly.com forward slash dharmic, and you can take a ride with me and we'll see if we're a good fit together. That's a wrap for me today. I'm your host for podcasting your global career. So until the next time when we meet again, I'll either see you on the socials or I'll see you from the stage. Ride on, ride on, baby, won't you take a ride with me? If wishes were windows, I'd open one and find That freedom is really a simple state of mind So ride on, ride on, baby, won't you take a ride with me?
each other's destiny I'll take you places that you've never seen I'll take you places that you never dreamed I'll take you places that were pictures in your mind I'll take you places 